following is a digital media production. What up, y'all? It's the voice of your choice. Ali Muhammad in here. Yeah. I'm in here tearing shit up all by myself. I done took over. Went solo. You know what I'm saying? Listen to my new show right here. It's in the conversation by myself. Holla. For the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, and we're back. You are now in the conversation. And as you can see, this is the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad in the building. Ain't no left hand side, ain't no right hand side. I'm just here, home alone, like a badass child, running wild. <laughs> but You know what I'm saying It wouldn't be a conversation If it was just me I don't want to sit here Monologue So I brought in The homie L. Clay's in the building Hello 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 And of course We got my man Chris over there Hey Ali Yeah So it's going down This week In the conversation What's up L? What's going on <laughs> Everything's good Yeah I'm happy to Welcome back Thank you The return of Air Auntie Air Auntie is back. You were you were very popular on yep. the uh, feedback. Yeah, I well, thank you guys, listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, it's funny that uh, afterwards the the name really took flight. Mm. Very cheeky. Uh, <clears throat> really took took off, and uh, you know, has own its own momentum now. Air Auntie. Yeah. Well, tell us about it. I have. A pair of these like Nike slip-ons that I was wearing last time I was here, and uh, you know, in my mind, I'm an, a Nike athlete because I played basketball growing up, and I'm a brand loyalist. And so I decided that this shoe would be my personal shoe. Mm-hmm. You know, I've taken this shoe, and I it's the Air Auntie. It's my shoe. It's a white Nike slip-on. It looks like a van, like a, a van slip-on, but it's all white. Uh, it's, Bevy said it looked like a nursing shoe. <laughs> yeah, you think yeah. so? Some, yeah, something like all you need is <laughs> all you need is that white polish that you that you kind of the, the the liquid polish that you just put on to, to keep it white. And it's so funny because it's the cheapest sneaker I have purchased for myself in like I don't know in years to go from like you know being like Jordans and Air Max to finding like literally it's the, if if I would have picked this shoe when I was twelve, my mother would have been in heaven. Right, you know so. So now, Air Auntie has taken flight. The Air Auntie has taken flight. I'm going to have my own campaign. I'm going to do my own commercials. Burn. You can check me, you know, on the snap. But <laughs> 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 the exclusive Air Auntie, it's, like, it's going to be like Air Jordan with Spike Lee. Ali probably going to be the one that make it. So Yeah, I am. I'm going to be the one to shoot the motherfucker now. So there you go. Take flight. So, so I'll be the new Spike, huh? Yeah, you're going to be the new Sitting Spike. Sitting over the Mars, Mars Blackman. Is it the shoe? No doubt, no doubt. So what's happening out here in these streets this week? Oh, there's so many things happening in the street. Yeah, I mean, I guess but really, you know, if you're talking about the conversation, I mean, nobody really took over the conversation like Beyonce did. I mean, she Listen, basically I'm, stole the whole conversation. Listeners, I'm standing in formation. <laughs> <laughs> I am in formation. 
crazy. It's crazy. This, this was the biggest sporting event of American sports, you know, arguably worldwide. Yeah. But Beyonce took over the whole conversation. Oh, she absolutely 100% did. She's, so, yeah, she like broke the internet one on Saturday. So Saturday she releases Formation, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Drops it out there, you know, here, take this. I'm going to leave this right here. You know what I'm saying? New video, you know what I'm saying? Very provocative with the imagery. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of uh a lot of things you usually don't see from Beyoncé. And I I couldn't be more overjoyed about it. I mm. mean, it's also things that are just like the same thing she she appears to be, you know, black and Creole and Southern. Right, <laughs> so right, right, right. it's like, you know, just magnified. And she, you know, she went black, black with this you mm-hmm. know, campaign. This campaign is very, very black. Hashtag very black. Unapologetically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's in there, you know, of course, doing her dances. But, you know, she got hot sauce in her purse. Swag. I think that, I mean, once people heard that, it was over. Oh, I mean, because that's a real thing. They have like a... I mean, she probably got like what? What kind of hot sauce you think she got? I'm more of a Frank's Red Hot. Mm, I'm 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 basic hot sauce motherfucker. Like Texas Pete? Like what do you get? Crystal? What's what's the just the red Tabasco? That's not really hot sauce, people. I, but I ain't really a hot sauce person. Ugh, I don't like it anymore. People hey, who like Tabasco, yeah, I get my black car revoked. Probably on, the, on my own show. The Watch con- the feedback <laughs> you get for liking Tabasco. I don't like that. Do you like spicy but, food? N- not really. Uh, See, I don't. I don't like hot sauce. Period. Okay. I don't like the taste of hot sauce. Do you like sriracha? No. Okay. Good. The fuck. Because if you say you like sriracha, that would be even worse. Nah, nah. I'm I'm, I'm basic black. I like ranch. <laughs> <laughs> but this, you know. Okay, you have you have two condiments of choice as a black person. You get ranch or a hot sauce. I'm, I'm a ranch. <laughs> I'm on the cool side. Okay, good. All right, all right. It's the heat or it's the cool. No doubt. All right, I'm, so I'm on the ranch side. Now you side get your car back. Yeah. All right, thank you very much, thank you very much. Right. But so you know, she put that out, broke the internet. You know what I'm saying? Um, shit, my I'm, I'm not even in the Beyonce stratosphere. Mm-hmm. My phone was blowing up. Did you see the Beyonce video? Yeah. All Saturday. You're a filmmaker, though, so I think people are like, you know, what's your response? Right, right. But I think culturally, she just, you know what I'm saying, she affects the culture so hard that it just transcends, you know what I'm saying, just a typical audience. You know, just mm-hmm. these are my fans and this is what happens. She goes out and, like you say, she breaks the internet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, I was at a bar for my friend's birthday and I was, you know, probably... A few drinks in, so I wasn't really paying attention to, like, social media and my phone. And then by the time I got home, it was like, you know, Twitter is where I get my news. So it's like all this whole very much trending. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, with the visual and then to top that off, it's like the performance the next day. Well, that's that's a whole another part of the conversation. It's like, okay, it's one thing to drop a song on Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's a whole another thing to have the audacity to take that hood boogie song and perform it at the biggest TV event of the year the next day like everybody's supposed to know it. But, but everybody did know it. I mean, everybody the, did know it because— that's, that's the whole thing. It's like, damn. Well, let's talk about what she did in between. She sat on the sidelines at the Oklahoma City Thunder— and Warriors game with sunglasses on like she didn't do anything. That's <laughs> it was what, Saturday, like, Saturday night? Yeah, she was just chilling with her legs crossed eating popcorn. And then it was like, oh, 
Yeah. Oh, I just I just dropped that real quick. Yeah, that, that's it. It. I'm gonna leave that right there for y'all. Y'all can have that. And so overnight, everybody obsessed over it. Mm-hmm. Learned the words. Learned the word. Learned the dance. Learned the dances. Got information. And then the next night, Coldplay comes on Super Bowl. They out. They come do their thing. You know what I'm saying? And then they 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 drop the Beyonce and she's doing formation. I mean, that's kind of that, that's I I posted on Twitter, <clears throat> which probably I haven't posted on Twitter in so damn long. And that was I got more burn on that one tweet than I've gotten in the last two years Ooh, on any tweet. tweet. What was it? All I said was this has to be history to drop a song on a Saturday and perform it at the Super Bowl on a Sunday. I don't think that's that's been done before. I don't think the bandwidth has been there for that to happen. Listen, when you that's called like Creole superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that trumps black girl magic, huh? Creole superpower voodoo. <laughs> I mean, like, I think I was like Voodoo done to me watching the video. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like you watch it and then it's like, whew, you like walk away and you're, something happened to you. It changed after the video. Mm. So that's the speculation report. Voodoo. It's the, vo- it's the voodoo. <laughs> I stood up. I started dancing. I got information. <laughs> I mean, like that's the power. I just think that, that people don't expect, you know what I'm saying, once you get to a certain level, people don't expect the authentic experience a lot of times you know what I'm yeah saying? like like you know what i'm saying that's why a lot of people were upset mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that wow you know she got this black ass doing this black ass record during the super bowl oh i mean can we it was black as hell she had her backup dance she had 50 black women 50 brown skinned black women <laughs> dressed like black panthers with drawers on semi-black <laughs> panthers that's no, what i was about to say <laughs> was, they had on black berets and like leather jackets and like black drawers and drawers that's what i was actually they dressed as black panthers i was like uh not really. from the waist up <laughs> they're giving you the afro yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, the black panthers run around their drawers leather then, drawers it was like michael jackson with an army of like 50 Black Panthers. Because she had on the Michael Jackson. She paid tribute to Michael Jackson that with was the jacket. Dope. That was dope. Um, and it was, you know, they named the X Formation. Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Black, happy Black History She had Month. a whole Black History Month, you know what I'm saying, exhibit going on. She did. But people mad. Oh, they're very mad. Why they mad? They're mad because... It was so black, <laughs> like you know, it was it was in your face. It was like you said, it was un, unapologetic. And I think also people don't expect to to be kind of fed this political statement during the halftime but, of their their beloved Super Bowl. It wasn't that political. It was really, I mean, oh, uh, Rudy Giuliani said it was an attack on the police. That's Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani, Giuliani is an idiot. True. Because nothing in that performance or that song said anything about the police. It didn't. The video. The vi- he, 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 he got third-party ass information uh-huh. talking about shit he don't even motherfucking know. The song didn't say nothing about police at all. No. You know what I'm saying? So Rudy is off his rock. He getting old, man. Yeah. He getting old, trying to stay in the limelight. I mean, if anybody should be mad, it should be like, the Super Bowl's like corporate sponsors, like we mad that the like Red Lobster no. was mentioned and like they didn't have a commercial. You know, but, it's like a free commercial for Red Lobster in but the middle of the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl halftime sponsor is Pepsi, which is Beyonce's, you know what I'm saying, sponsor. So yeah. shit, they are they they love it. 
They love they it. They all in. True. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Bozma who who did the initial Pepsi Beyonce deal back in the day. When mm-hmm. they first did the Pepsi deal. When she was crazy in love. When she was crazy in love. Okay. And, and you know what I'm saying, to come right back with the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying, she was kind of like celebrating on the sidelines that, you know, the Beyonce thing was going over so big. So oh, shout, congratulations. Shout, shout out. I mean, it's not like she like showed a titty. You know, we've seen that happen. Yeah, then they would have tarred and feathered if it, she was showed a titty. Well, maybe they would have been see, happy. No, they crucified. They crucified old Janet for the titty. Oh my goodness! And Justin Timberlake was like, he skated. Phew. He skated off. He left us black. He folks the one in the ripping dust. titty open. He left the black folks in the dust. If anything, <laughs> if anything, it should have been like an assault and battery on Justin Timberlake. He the one ripped the titty out. He should have did. And then Beyonce sang the national anthem that year, and people don't remember because they just remember the titty. So she had to come back and like, you know, but reclaim reclaim the reclaim spot. Reclaim the spot. Wow. Chris, what did you think of that performance? I gotta be honest, I didn't like when it was actually happening, I was probably not paying attention too yeah, much really, to the middle. Yeah, but no, no, no. you know, then I like saw the controversy the next day about it. <laughs> and uh yeah, I mean I wasn't surprised that people were upset about it, but the, that type of stuff doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm happy to see her do something cool, you know. No doubt. No doubt. About. And that is the official opinion of the white man. <laughs> but in that video, like the whole the whole performance with Bruno Mars when they was doing the battle and shit, I thought that was real cool. But there was a moment in that when she first got to the stage where James Brown breakbeat came in to give it up to, to give it up a uh, turn it loose uh, jungle remix mm-hmm. break came in, and that has to be the blackest beat. In all of music Like there's Like when you hear that beat I'm, We'll put it up on the Facebook But when you hear that beat There's no other imagery That could come into your mind Except for blackness Blackness And It's like you no know, James Brown was As black as they come Oh Beyond you know yeah, He was a man with a perm And this was his <laughs> This was his Blackest beat mm-hmm. It's like Congos And this shit is Motherland black Motherland black they played that as like the bridge in between like uh, whatever they was whatever dance segment and then the crazy in love when they brought that little part in. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this is uh this is revolution." So the plot thickens. It got blacker. I didn't even notice that. So yeah, yeah, but you you know, I'm I got the music uh, buff. Yeah, I'm a black. I got my black dar. You know what I'm saying, and I and I know <laughs> I can detect all sounds of blackness, especially especially in a mainstream environment. Like yeah. you like, hold up, hold up, that's not supposed to be there, but it's there, and it's like, whoa, they went there. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think inspired her to to do that? At the obviously, it's like a pretty good time politically. There's a lot of like race stuff going on. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think is her thinking? If you have to speculate about it, well, I think. Beyonce, every album she comes out with, she always has a real hood single. Always. I mean, either it's like something they leak out or in terms official or it's just, you know, the official like Soldier or like uh, on the last one, it was the one that Hip Boy did when she was all dressed up like the Queen of England or some shit. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, bow down, bitches. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? She always comes with the hood song, and then she always has certain songs that has very hood sensibilities in it. And she leaves with those, and then she'll go into her pop stuff and all that other shit. I think this time, when she 
you know, figure, okay, what's my hood song gonna be? You living in a time right now where it's it's you know, a lot of things are happening on the black side of the programming and it's very hard to ignore. You know what I'm saying? So when she dropped the last record, 2014 or some shit like that? The one she just dropped. Yeah, that was yeah, that was so. 2014, yeah. going into 15. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she hasn't really dropped nothing except for maybe 7-Eleven since then. And that was a hood boogie type of record about 7-Eleven and drinking celebrities and shit. So she was like, okay, I'm going to take my hood boogie song to a whole nother level. And really, the song didn't really go there. It was the video, the visuals. So... In dropping and making the visuals, you know, they probably sat in the room like, oh, that's dope. That's what we should do. You know what I'm saying? Come out with it. You know what I mean? And I thought they did it. I thought it was very creative the way they put it together. You know what I'm saying? Spoke on Katrina stuff, her New Orleans heritage that she talked about in the song. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to speak in New Orleans, what better statement to make is than Katrina? You know what I'm saying? I like how they had the little kid dancing. Mm-hmm. In front of the police and the police having their hands up. That was dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like what Giuliani says, like threatening the police. It's not threatening. That wasn't even threatening. I thought that was almost cute. He's busting, he bust the move. <laughs> he bust the move. And they, you know what I'm saying? The officers respect and it. And it was similar to some of these videos that that's going around with an off- where you see an officer that might jump in a dance battle. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like reminiscent of that. But they, they, they're bugging out because the graffiti on the wall says, stop shooting us. Stop killing us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, us is everybody. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't say stop shooting black people. We attacking you, Mr. Officer. So it's, oh. But I also think it's the thing surrounding and like now they're, you know, coming out and they're donating to Black Lives Matter. And it's, I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a culmination of everything at once that, you know... If that now they're in support or behind Black Lives Matter. And I think when you do that and drop the visual, it's kind of like, well, maybe, you know, she's for, you know, attacking the police. But then they're like, oh, well, she got a police escort to the stadium. No shit. And, but she never, she's a hypocrite. <laughs> that wasn't even. She never even said she wasn't. She was against the police. Yeah. They talk about the police car that's sinking in the in the middle of the water with her sitting on top of it. Mm-hmm. At the end, she sinks with it though. Yeah. She so didn't, she didn't shoot it and you know like, knock it off a cliff. It's not like she she sank the car and, and rolled off on a boat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She she it was pretty much a statement of you know what I'm saying if we don't get this right, we are going down. We are going under. So you know what I'm saying? So I don't you know. But again, I'm black. So somebody said, uh, you know what I'm saying? If you have, it was a some black commentator, someone, some Fox News type of person said, you know, you have these, you have them come out here in Black Panther outfits. What, what would you think if, if you know, a white group came out with Klan outfits? Like what? That's not even a parallel. That's because the you Panthers know, didn't, and that's what's so. Nobody, nobody ran through white neighborhoods, burning white people houses down and dragging them out and tarring, feathering them, hanging them from a tree. Nobody did. Nobody did. That didn't ever happen. People are so misinformed, and that's that's really where it's sad too. You know, it's like the Black Panthers. They were just it encouraged black people to stick up for themselves, but also it's like you know they fed people breakfast, children right. breakfast. And, so it's people just misinformed because you see, oh, the black leather jacket, the black parade, and guns. But it's like, okay, it's your right to carry it. Uh, supposedly, it's your right to carry a firearm openly or whatever if you have proper licensing. Right. So, and, and at the end of the day, 
You know what I'm saying? The powers that be, they ain't giving a fuck about y'all dressing up like no Black Panthers. That shit was so short-lived. They squashed it in the ground so quick. You know what I'm saying? Right now, all it is is an image and a look. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's not to take away from the real things that they did on the ground. Yeah. But on the grand scheme of things, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's something that we could look at and say, hey, we could do something different. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, it's not a threat to nobody's power. You know what I'm saying? It's just a it's an image that we could look at and and be empowered from, which yeah. you know well, what I'm saying makes was, the system better. I, the threat to power is encouraging people to empower themselves. Mm. So <laughs> I think that's where you are. It's like we don't want to learn a slave to learn how to read. You know, it's like that kind of thinking. If you if you tell somebody encourage people, then they might want more. You and, and might I, want more than what you're the scraps that you're giving them. And that's the threat. That shouldn't be a threat. It shouldn't be. Because we reading now. <laughs> <laughs> and we going to Red Lobster. <laughs> and we going to Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> we taking our men. Women, we taking our men. Well, not men. Uh, to Red Lobster. <laughs> Speaking of which, Valentine's Day is coming up. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? You got any plans? Any Valentine's Day extravaganzas going on? Fuck Valentine's Day. Oh, no. I don't really feel... I mean, I think Valentine's Day, of course, is... You know, I'm kind of a free-thinking... I try to be a free-thinking, non-subscribing to corporate-created holidays. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't. I think my, my boo's going to be out of town. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll just be at home. Mm. Cold side of the bed. Oh, maybe I'll do like a social, <laughs> a social experiment, like go out alone. Mm -hmm. Like eat dinner by myself and see how people react to me. That would suck because you had to wait in a long ass line. No, I wouldn't. I'm gonna make a reservation for one. Oh, the fuck, oh. <laughs> Chris? What you got going? Uh, we're actually gonna be up in the uh, me and my fiance now. We're gonna be Chris up is a newly fianced fiance. Yes, congratulations! Uh, thank you very much. We're gonna be uh, up in the Poconos. It's my friend's uh, birthday weekend. His girlfriend set up a whole thing. So no doubt, we'll be up there. Yeah. For those around the world who listen to the podcast, the Poconos is a area in the mountains of Pennsylvania, not too far from the New York border. Thank you. Yes, I apologize. Yeah, you can, you can ski and snowboard and, you know, hang out. It's fun. Peak mm -hmm. whiteness. Okay. <laughs> Peak whiteness. What about you, uh, Mr. Muhammad? Um, we don't typically celebrate Valentine's Day because our anniversary is next week on okay. the 22nd. Okay. But, you know, interestingly enough, I did, I guess, propose to my wife. I asked my wife to marry me on Valentine's Day. Oh. Was it like a public proposal? Like Hell no. My shit was like a um, jagged edge type of scenario. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't getting no young. Might as well do this now. <laughs> Come on. Like, like, shit. Like, what the fuck are we doing? We pregnant? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going nowhere. I don't think you going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? We should just go do it. He's so romantic. And then she said, what you mean? I was like, shit, let's just do it. How? Fuck, we go to Quiles. This shit open tomorrow? We can go do this shit. And she was like, okay. But then we realized we couldn't just go. You had to get a license and all that shit. So yeah. it took a week. And You got married here? Yeah, I got married in New York, in the city hall. Did you dress up? No. 
What, I mean, I mean, I put on, I put on some slacks and a sweater and stuff okay. like that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't put on no suit. It was, I it was like to, an iceberg sweater. Did fucking, you get fancy? No, nah, it wasn't fancy. <laughs> I had to fucking go to work afterwards. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's no fun. No, nah, it was cool. She came to work with me. We, went to, we went to breakfast. That's romantic. We laid up of. in the vibe. <laughs> we were at vibe at, right after we got married. Oh wow! But then we went to Jamaica. Okay, you know what I'm saying. It gets but, better. But like I said, it was like it wasn't. I didn't. You know what I'm saying. I didn't put all that on it. You know what I'm saying. I'm more practical about the shit. Like you know what I'm saying. I don't, you know we ain't gotta make no big scene to do what we gonna do anyway. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm gonna do something on one of these anniversaries. So I'm gonna do something big. Ooh. When we when we get to twenty, I'm gonna do a big blowout. So how long have you been married now? Sixteen. Oh wow! This is sixteen. And for those of you who don't know, Mr. Muhammad looks about sixteen. Well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> not, not not really, but thank you. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> nah, but you know, I didn't. I didn't. I felt like you know, let's fuck, man. Let's just do it. Like, ain't nothing to it. You ain't got nothing to lose, really. Yeah, okay. You know you know. We already sharing some DNA. Got these genetics growing inside you. Might as well make the jump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. I've I've kind of taken um talked to a few friends about Valentine's Day, and it's like you know pretty much people are like I'm not doing anything. Maybe dinner, you know, right. but the kind of over the top gifts. It's like you know val- show love every day. I think it's what it's uh, the consensus I'm getting. True, true. But it's also funny to see like you know in social media the whole like. Sp- Spending Valentine's Day alone, like you know, that's a thing. Oh my goodness, it's just yeah. like a making fun of the fact that you're gonna be spending Valentine's Day alone, you know. <laughs> spending it with your phone. Yeah, spending Everybody. it with your phone, or if you're me, spending it at a candlelit dinner by yourself. <laughs> What's a hashtag for that so we can follow along? We need a hashtag. <laughs> oh, but Valentine's Day by yourself. I'm sure, like by. Sunday, there will be one. You know what I'm saying? Or by Saturday, there definitely will be one with, you know, with New York from I Love New York sitting in the bed with the sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> everybody out with their Valentine. Meanwhile, I'm sitting like this, you know. I should just show up at everybody's Valentine's alone. And What up? You ain't <laughs> We here. Alone. You in the conversation. Well, somebody should just walk around with roses and give them out to women who are by themselves. Yeah. That's too creepy. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy who has a table set up in one of the subway stations, and it's like you can like have a date. Like, yeah, I seen you him saw that guy. Yeah, I seen him before. So a date with him? It's like this a date, you know, air quotes date, but it's just a conversation because you never know. People, some people just need to talk. Mm. Y'all crazy? Not me. Mm. I mean, I have circumstances that it's going to prevent me, you know, from being with my loved one. Yo, so, boo. My boo. Well, you know, it's all good. You know, that you know, yours is coming back. Yeah. yeah Some look. people don't have them at all. You know what I'm saying? Better With to the- have love and to not have them there than to never have love at all. And this is like peak cuffing season. This is peak cuffing season. So, wow. Yeah. You remember your first cuff? Do I remember my first cuff? Uh, I mean, real talk. This is. I mean, I never, I never thought about cuffing season as an actual gearing up. You know, like people prepare for winter and like make preserves and salt, cure meat and stuff. Like I, <laughs> I didn't like ugh, get ready. Like you know, 
gets felt after, you know, get ready to uh, be booed up in mm-hmm. the cold months after whoring all summer long. Right. Um, so, you know. I'm from Miami, so it wasn't no such thing as cuffing season. All seasons was, you know, fucking seasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. Hot. Just hot. It's just hot Miami heat. But, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, it's just weird when you when you go from being – you know, just a wild single person to somebody who's laid up. You know what I mean? Like I said, in, in Miami, there ain't no real season where you just lay up. Yeah. Because it's cold, cold. outside. Yeah. You don't feel like going nowhere. But, you know, when you get to New York and you do it, it's like, wow, this is a real thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, we, don't, we ain't really trying to go nowhere. Oh, not at all. You know what I'm saying? It's kick back. Get, back then, it was go to Blockbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Go pick two movies from Blockbusters oh my and shit. God. The original binge watch. Don't forget to rewind. Don't forget to Be rewind. Be kind and rewind. Go get two movies from Blockbusters and and cook up some shit. Blockbuster and cook. <laughs> Netflix and chill. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? Like that was that was that was good times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm comfortable with the videos and like. A can of tomato sauce, and we about to make this pasta and you know like watch Boomerang. Watch Boomerang, yes. <laughs> sounds good to me. Yes, all the good movies are already gone and shit. You waiting on somebody to return. Oh, that was the, I forgot about that. Yeah. We had to look behind. <laughs> you know, I was like, what was, how old was I? Like 10. Yeah. Going yeah. with my mama, so like you rush in and you pull, move the case, and it's not this fuck. It's not that. And then you ask her, is it, is it here? And it hasn't been put back on the floor. Like, what's the given? Mm-hmm. But now. Get your shit and it ain't rewound. They don't they, they charge you a fee, huh? Or something like that. If you don't rewind it? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But sometimes it slipped through the cracks and you get one that's not rewound and you fucking got to rewind the shit. And it's like a five minute. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my god. Trying goodness. to rewind. That's the old cuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I, speaking of cuffing and being in relationships, I have a new outlook on life and I stopped giving gifts to people, like actual things. I guess. You stopped giving gifts to your other or to, every, to anyone? To anyone in my life, really. Why, Why is that? Because I give experiences now. People have enough shit. Do they? They do. It's like you can only give your daddy so many ties on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. You can only give. Yeah, boo. And, you know, flowers die. All these kinds of things. Like, now, I really want to give people that I love my loved ones experiences. Okay. All right. One, how did you come with up with this conclusion? Uh, duh, being broke as fuck. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. There, and then there is that. There's being that, but also, too, it, makes, it really makes you think about what's important. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a good friend of mine takes me to concerts. That's what... He does for me It's like My birthday present mm-hmm. So it's not like You know Cheapy type things But it also is things like I have nieces and nephews mm-hmm. So they have enough sneakers And things that they grow out of In two months So instead of that I'm, I give them I take them places Or I You know Show them how to You know Take photos or whatever Like stuff like that mm-hmm. Where Things that kind of Enhance their Maybe their outlook And 
inspire them to maybe do something else, mm-hmm. you know. So what inspire do you, their growth. What do you give a person who has it all, who, who has all the experiences? And I, but you don't no one has all the experiences. So so know? what what would you give to a Vashti who who's all over the place everywhere all the time with everybody? Well for Christmas I gave her I give like I do give her stuff. I gave her a book actually. Oh. So I mean that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. like not like, you know, really. Um I don't know, she She's very stressed because mm-hmm. she's always working. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably give her a, a gift card to a spa, mm-hmm. you know. So it's go lounge, maybe get a massage, a facial, something like that. Mm-hmm. So you can decompress mm-hmm. somebody who's a, a high-stress person. Right, right, so right. Yeah, you think about, you know, think about what that person needs. She likes to drink juice. Mm-hmm. So maybe a gift card to a juice, to juice place she goes to all the time. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of things. Okay, okay. So, when it comes time for for the boo to get the gift, well, I just had the greatest. My birthday was in January, mm-hmm. and my girlfriend took me flying. Like we. Oh, we, that's why you was out there flying and shit. Yeah, that's my birthday present. Nice. I mean, it was a great gift, and I'm terrified. She was. It's supposed to be a surprise. And then I think we were discussing fears. And I was like, oh, I don't like to fly. Even though I fly all the time, it's something that I have to truly prepare myself to mm-hmm. do. And she was like, oh, shit, that's your birthday present. Um, you know, we're going to go to Long Island and get in a tiny-ass plane. And we're gonna, you're going to fly. And she brought to life Air Auntie for real. She really had me taking flight. Now... Do you think that women in a in a woman to woman relationship yes. are more in tuned with those types of things than what like male to female relationships? No, I think being thoughtful is being thoughtful. I don't think it's related to same sex relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I my homegirl took her homeboy to a, a, I mean, took her boyfriend to see the next play. Or, you know, you take your girlfriend to see a concert she likes. I don't think, I just think being thoughtful, you know, anybody can be thoughtful. You hear that, people? Anybody can be thoughtful. Anyone. And everyone should be. No doubt, no doubt. I, I mean, I really feel like thinking about what the, if you know, when you're getting a gift, whether it be something somebody can wear, touch, whatever, or considering an experience i think you should really think about what that person likes to do because i've had people give me take me to restaurants they like for my birthday <laughs> so <laughs> so you know that kind of you know <laughs> my best friend he wanted to go to polo bar mm-hmm. the new polo bar restaurant ralph Lawrence restaurant mm-hmm. and he took me there for my birthday when i'm like this is not for me we're like sitting there enjoying dinner i'm like this is not for me and he like just smile i'm like this is your this is when you could get in here. But I appreciated it. I ate like a $30 hamburger and drank out of polo glasses. No doubt. You know, no doubt. it was fun. No doubt. What you watching nowadays? I am watching <laughs> that web series you made me watch, uh, Respect Life. <laughs> oh, Respect Life. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. I lost so many hours. Hood like, boogie. Because it's like in my neighborhood. So I was like, oh, my God. I want to be an extra. I just want to be like walking on the streets, like in the background. 
when they like the shooting scenes with no like actual fire comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. Um, the the John Wayne gun sounds. Pew, pew, oh my pew. goodness! It is the funniest thing ever. But I like it. I like it. I like that people after creating content. I like when people just anyone creates anything. Mm-hmm. You know, if you make it, it takes courage to make anything and mm-hmm. put it out. So, no you know, I kind of salute that. But it's also it's the fact that it's in my neighborhood that makes it that interesting. No doubt. I just think, you know. And the perspective. I, I like a hood perspective. I think, you know, once you put it together, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's going to, if you ain't got no budget, it's going to have some holes in it. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's what imagination is for. You know the fire's supposed to be coming out the gun oh, right there. Oh, it's so good. You know. I mean, it's just like saying, I'm a blast on you, blah, 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 blah. Like when somebody rap it, you don't have to see fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the same concept. Yeah. You know? But they do be shooting up the block with nothing coming out with the gun. With nothing. People just fall <laughs> down. No blood. No hole. <laughs> just <"Ooh!" laughs> rolling around. It's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Respect life. Yes. It's really good. Yeah. So that's cool. What are you? What are you into? What am I? I mean, you know, I I can't really talk about what I'm watching because I'm still on the Game of Thrones, and everybody who's been in the conversation knows that I've been watching the Game of Thrones. Oh, I don't really get down with Game of Thrones. Wow. I don't watch nothing where there's not a possibility of black people being. Well, and I know it, it was a black. It was a black no, guy. No, no, no. It was a no black, black guy. People. It was one black guy on there, but the, he had like. No. He had a Caesar. So I couldn't like get past the fact that he had like waves in his hair. Like <laughs> No, I mean you can't watch it for the black people. I that's know. Just, that's, not, that's how I I'm a biased black people don't watcher. exist in this in this community. I know, but like dragons that talk and stuff do. So I'm like, no. Nah. No, the dragons don't talk. Somebody was talking that wasn't human. Who talked that was I don't human? know. Dragons don't talk. Okay. No, only humans talk. But I also like Saying that, I also like watch Mad Men, and they didn't get a black person other than the nanny on there for years. So, yeah, you know, what I'm saying if you watch any kind of mainstream TV, you you gonna realize that there's not a lot of black people. That's why the Oscars are so white. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, that's why I don't watch a lot of it. Yeah. But Game of Thrones is cool. Yeah, I know a lot of people who. Are, what season is it? Is it on now? It's up to. They're going into six now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, um, but we ain't going to talk about that. You know, conversationalists, they know. They know where I stand on it. On Game of Thrones? Is that like your favorite show? No, it's just what I'm binging right now. Okay. I'm all caught up. I'm, um, I just finished, uh, I guess this weekend I just finished. I'm looking forward to a few things. Um, uh, the show Vinyl, I think Mick Jagger. Yeah, Vinyl and then The Breaks. Yeah, the, the I didn't watch the breaks. Did it come out yet? Yeah, it was like a movie. I don't think it was a, the, no, it the show. The, I did the get down. The get down. Yeah, I, that's the one I told you I was. The Netflix joint. Yeah. Oh, you was casting on that. Yeah. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, L. Clay used to be a casting, a casting person. Oh yes, background casting. Background casting, mm-hmm. and the breaks was one of her projects. The get down. The oh, the get down. Yeah. Excuse get, me. Yeah, the get down. I'm about the Bronx. So, when is that coming? Soon, I think. I'm not quite sure about uh, like the the specific air date, but I know I've seen the trailer, so it's coming out soon for sure. I'm more excited about. Well, I'm excited about Orange Is the New Black coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. 
Um, but I'm not really. I've been watching like documentaries and stuff lately. I'm like in that mode. True. I just watched the Misty Copeland. You should let your daughter watch that if she hasn't already. A Ballerina's Tale. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Nelson George. Yeah. Shout out to Misty Copeland. Who? Shout out to Misty. Um, so I watched that came on. I think PBS aired it last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Black Panther documentary that we saw that time is airing on PBS this month too. Yeah, that was that was that was good. That was enlightening. Yeah, but so y'all should go check that out. 50th anniversary of the Black Panthers. Beyonce done put it on the map. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Go go hit your PBS for sure. Check out the documentary so you could get yourself uh, caught up mm-hmm. on a good uh, you know. Huey P and Stokely and all of them, you know what I mean? Bobby Seale, he's like the, he's still alive. People don't really talk about Bobby Seale, but Bobby Seale. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're not really any series I'm super excited about right now. Yeah, I'm waiting for um, Money and Violence to come back. I never watched an episode. Uh, that's an, that's. Do you mean, watch Power? Power, yes. Power, uh, that was a date night um, scenario for me and my wife. We mm. were Saturday uh, it came out on Saturday, so Friday night, twelve o'clock. You could watch it on the on the stream. Mm-hmm. So we will watch Power on the stream. So that's gonna be good when that comes back. But I think that's this summer. Oh, okay. So we had we had the Thursday night shows. That was her shows, like Scandal and all that. And then um, then we adopted Power. Mm-hmm. And then um, what else we got? We we did the Game of Thrones together. Yeah, I like Survivor's Remorse. You know that show? My my wife was watching that. I never caught it because it was always at odd times when she was watching it. So I never really um. I really up on it. I really liked Survivor's Remorse. Is uh, LeBron James produced a show mm-hmm. on for those who don't know? On I guess on Stars. About I saw it. I saw a couple of the episodes. It was funny, Mike Epps and yeah, because you know Tashina Arnold on it as well. But it's like giving you kind of like. Cause they're from Boston, so I, I think Entourage, but it's like Entourage with a black family. Um, they in Boston. They're from Boston. Oh, the family is from Boston, Bo- but yeah. they're in Atlanta. Yeah, but they're in Atlanta. Nice. And it's, so it's a good show. It's about a basketball player who uh, comes up and moves his whole family from Boston to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I like that show a lot. So. Oh, Atlanta. Oh, Cam from Atlanta. Oh, Cam. I'm, I pray for Cam. <laughs> and, I, and I'm an Alabama fan. So talking You're not about an Auburn fan? Absolutely. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Okay. But I understand why people like Auburn. Um, but I did send a prayer for Cam. What was your prayer for Cam? I don't know. <laughs> just that he didn't he didn't like dab himself to death or something. Like after the game, just like <laughs> just go keep dabbing. <laughs> like, you know, like Jesse Spano, I'm so excited. And like he was like miserable and like drinking, I don't know, power weight or whatever. And like just keep dabbing until he passed out. He'll be fine. I mean, you know, saying the young man, you know, he. I mean, it's difficult to to have a season like that. You know, what I'm saying you go through, you know, you kicking ass all season. Yeah. You come down to the, you know, the big game, and it don't go your way. Yeah. None of the way. None of the way it goes. Your uh, way. I mean, nothing when it's not way. not none of it. Not a damn thing. And shit, that has to be upsetting. And I'm sure there's a lot of shit that Cam want to say that he can't say. He's like, my motherfucking offensive line fell down. Where the fuck was they? See, he, that's well, why my, I, my motherfucking receivers weren't catching a goddamn ball. That's what, Where was they? That's why he need him. His wife needs to do like Giselle did 
that time. <laughs> just throw Yo, the shots. Giselle is a ride or die. She was like, my motherfucking husband can't throw the ball and catch it too. <laughs> Giselle was not playing about Tom Brady. But see, he ain't got no wife. He do. He got a woman. He got a baby mama. He, I mean, whatever. They together? Yeah. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Shit. He can't say the shit he want to say. I mean, he's saying whatever he want to say. He saw the follow-up. He ain't like, saying what he want. He said, I ain't going to be who y'all want me to be. I'm going to do my own thing. He said, you show me a happy, a, what he said, a, a sore loser, a happy loser. I'm going to show you a loser. <laughs> no, he said, he said, <laughs> he I'm, said? I'm, I'm a documented uh, sore loser. Sore loser, okay. You know what I'm saying? Anybody, any winner is a sore loser. If you show me a, a, a loser that's happy to lose, I'm going to show so you a loser. loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I feel him, you know what I'm saying? They set him up, you know what I'm saying? They put his little post game interview in the same room with the, you know, with with Denver's post game interviews. That never happens. Yeah. And so, then the Denver defense was like talking shit like right behind him, right? Yeah, so like he like, man, fuck this, man. He know the drill. He like, yeah. This how y'all going to do me? I'm out. I'm out. Fuck this shit. I mean, I just, I, but you know, you got a big mouth when you win, and you need to say something when you lose, you know. And yeah. they, 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 but I also, I didn't know that he answered. All I knew was that he walked away. Right. I didn't know that he had answered some questions. Yeah, he answered questions. He yeah. said that it was like a lull in the excitement when he was sitting there listening to the other dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. At that point, it wasn't an active questioning going on. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, when Peyton Manning storm off the field, when he lose, nobody don't say shit. But, you know, that's just the nature of the game. When Peyton and, Manning kisses Papa John. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 goddamn, Eli Manning ain't look too happy about all this shit. Oh, you saw that shit? <laughs> but, no, 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 no. Because uh, Eli, Eli, they, they asked him about it. And he said, I was thinking. Thinking because, what? Because there's a, if you... I guess they had converted to something, the first down or the whatever the play was, because I didn't really watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see, it's him standing by his father, Archie. And they said they were the only two who didn't react mm-hmm. because they knew that it was more to it than the excitement everybody else was feeling. Like they knew. So I, Eli said he was thinking. And then if he, as soon as he. I didn't his, see Archie. His, his, his dad is right beside him. And as soon as he reacted, he looked to his dad and started talking like, you know, he's not out of the clear yet is what he said he was thinking. Right. Um, well. But it looked like he was hating like shit. Like, <laughs> I don't want this motherfucker to get one more ring because then he going to be like me. This motherfucker. <laughs> now he going to come claim his, reclaim his spot at his the Thanksgiving brother. dinner. Well, you never know because I feel like the Giants too is always low key a fluke anyway. So Eli probably got he probably gonna retire with like he got a chance to get two more, three more rings. Knowing them, they always pulling a rabbit out of the hat with the Giants. Oh man, that shit was funny though. But it did look like utter hate, <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> Daddy said I was the best brother. <laughs> That was the best song. Hey, no matter what he was thinking, the internet ain't gonna let that shit slide uh, at all. Absolutely not, <laughs> because the bombardment of Jordan crying faces on camp dabbing. Oh my goodness, I I didn't see that. Listen, I didn't see the Jordan have, dab face. The the Jordan crying face on the a whole team photo is oh man is what dreams are made of. <laughs> They put his crying face on it. They put his crying face on the kid in the stands that he gives the football to. 
<laughs> like, and then a rep, Jordan came out, his rep came out and said, he doesn't mind the crying phase. Of course he doesn't. Uh, I mean, no, because, you know, yes, he's it, so into himself anyway. Like, they using me. I'm the motherfucking face of all of this I'm the shit. face of sadness. I'm the <laughs> I'm face of fabulous. disappointment. I'm the face of all of it. I'm the face of. Buy my shoes. Buy my shoes. <laughs> The best one though. It's like and people, the internet, oh Lord, they're they're able to Photoshop it so well that it just like is seamless onto this child receiving the football. <laughs> and it's like it's seamless on like with within Cam's helmet. You see the crying face. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Steph Curry posted the one where like, you know, he beats the drum, keep right. pounding. There's a crying face on the drum. <laughs> Oh man, I'm looking at this shit now. They got Cam. They got the crying face when he do the Superman shirt thing. Yeah, they got the crying face inside of it. Where the Superman goes. <laughs> oh man. I mean, people should get jobs from make creating this stuff. That is terrible. Yeah, it was you know it was sad, man. You know, but you know you can't you can't get it all. Goddamn, you you had Beyonce Super Bowl. It couldn't be the, you got, that would be the they the blackest like that would have been the win. blackest week ever. <laughs> you could have told us nothing. This you week. know what I'm saying? It would have been a problem. It would have been a fucking mutiny. I would have quit my job on Monday. <laughs> fuck you. And fuck dab, this shit. Dab on the way out. Dabbed all the way out. Get in formation and like leave. <laughs> yeah, y'all can't have it all, goddamn. No, 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 no. no. You know what I'm saying? You got to get a little bit at a time. During Black History Month, on the 50th anniversary of the Panthers. And, you know, they was playing Denver. You know what I'm saying? Cam Newton versus Manning. It was the same as fucking Vic versus uh, John Elway. One, that was one John yeah, Elway. Yeah, that was the Dirty Birds. The Dirty Birds, John Elway retirement Ooh. was against Vic. Yeah, look at that. You know what I'm saying? It was the Dirty Birds. I remember. Denver that. in Miami. Super Bowl, that was his retirement. He won. He won the retirement. You know they, you know they go out smooth, man. Lot yeah. smooth. And I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm not so sad. I mean, I, of course, I wanted, I wanted Cam to win, but you know, Peyton. They, they threw Peyton under the bus all season. He's trash. He's washed. It's a wrap yeah. for him. So yeah. I think for him to come back and do it was. So that was a good, good feel good story. Yeah, but it would have been more feel good for. Uh, for the blacks, for a future to like come out of the sky with like a, <laughs> for future to like dis- come on the field, descend, descend on the field and like a parachute, <laughs> and basically and a like double cup. <laughs> I think they would have revived Freaknik for that. <laughs> we would have Freaknik if Cam would if Cam would have pulled it through. Atlanta would I would have Freaknik would have been back in full effect. Full effect. Oh man! Future need to put that you know, billboard like on with the so so deaf billboard used to be. Future got enough problems right now. Future ain't thinking about no billboard. He got some court shit he need to be dealing with. Oh, Future. Sierra is suing Future. Fifteen million for fifteen million for defamation of the characters for talking slick on the twitters. Twitter fingers turned to motherfucking <laughs> empty bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and she don't need no money because Russell gonna give it all up. But it's the point. It's, you know it is saying? the point. It's the point. You know what I'm saying? And, and and a lot of you know what I'm saying. She represents the the baby mamas. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I I deal with this every day. I wake up. I change the pampers. I cook the meals. I take the daycare. 
You know what I'm saying? Then you had the motherfucking nerve to get on the motherfucking Twitter you have box. The audacity. The audacity to get on the Twitter box and talk about me. After I have like joined in this sisterhood of traveling dick. <laughs> like, cause he what? Got, she did. <laughs> What's you saw that? the what photo. The, fuck is that? the photo of her with his baby mamas. <laughs> it's the sisterhood of traveling dick. Cause he got like five baby mamas, four baby mamas. And she's been photographed. So the sisterhood of traveling dick is all of future's baby mamas. I mean, I would I mean that's, I just, that's what you call it. I just came up with that. <laughs> but it's a photo of them. Sierra's like, you know, it's only so much shit I can take. Right. You know. I I don't know why she accepted him in the first place. <laughs> I guess because you think because you got a famous pussy, it's gone. It's yeah, different think, than a regular pussy. I think they was trying to. I think they was trying to do a J and B like the, the, the J B Atlanta version, the the love and hip hop version of J and B. Well, it didn't go, and then she no. went all the way and got her uh, a promise ring given. Bring home to your daddy. Mm-hmm. Curly head without the Jerry. Youth pastor in the making. <laughs> Good Lord. He is so sweet. And Uncle nice. Deacon. Uncle Deacon. Hey, baby. I, I can't wait to baby future start talking. <laughs> I think, with your punk ass. <laughs> My daddy called, told me to call you punk ass. <laughs> you know, it's going to like be some drama. But yeah, oh, I man. mean, it's, but you know where you, where you see it really play out is like on Twitter. And it's like, you know, Women take very strong stance of like, you know, Sierra put up with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And you ain't going to, because he put out a mixtape every day and every other, every day hearing like a whole mixtape about how you ain't shit and how you didn't tolerate my drug use is like, a bitch can only take so much. Right. And I, <laughs> and I think, you know what I'm saying, you know. It's a little sensitive to, to give. You have to really be in your little feelings to get on the Twitter and and talk that talk about your folk. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, man. You're a grown ass man. Handling handling that, man. Yeah, well, it's not even just that. It's in on Twitter. He make his music is about her. I could. I mean, you know, music, your art is inspired by life. But Ali, but maybe one album. Robin. Thicke, I can't even Robin understand Thicke what made, he's saying. So. Robin Thicke made one album called Paula. That's it. Kanye made, you know. Marvin Gaye made Hear My Dear. Yeah, but it's that like. That was his divorce settlement. But Robin, but Marvin Gaye didn't come out with a new mixtape every week for like two years and throw you under the bus with every song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, enough is enough. Well, then there's that. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? You know, you got to be in your feelings with be doing all that, man. You know, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? I done been in my feelings, you know what I'm saying, having a suck attack and shit. But he having a big suck attack all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, but you got to keep that shit. You got to keep that shit within your own within your own realm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Talk that shit to yourself in the mirror. Man, fuck this motherfucker. Man, he's talking this bullshit. Yeah. Then you got to go handle business. You know what I'm saying? Get your shit straight. Yeah, because I think she, especially, you know, she's on a, a mission to kind of, you know, make herself super wholesome. I mean, evolve. She's trying to grow up. I mean, she's growing up. She's becoming a grown-ass woman. Yeah, she's a grown-ass woman. She's a mother. Yeah. She is a, she's with this, they chose to be abstinent or whatever they're talking about this week. They have a very public, loving relationship that's the total opposite 
of showing their ass and sleeping with each other and like all the kind of like, you know, they're giving people another image of black love. You ever been in that kind of relationship? What, public? No, abstinent. No. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 10, I was abstinent. <laughs> My first boyfriend. Um, no, I mean, because I don't know. It's, it's just funny. You, you know, I come from a religious family and mm-hmm. people like, oh, wait. You know, my grandmother, well, you know, are you sleeping with your... It's like, you had a baby when you was 18. Don't tell me how to <laughs> live my life at 30. <laughs> so, you know, have sex and repent and go on <laughs> and go on. Sorry about that. No, but it's like, you know, I think if you're responsible and you're honest with one another. But I also don't condemn people who are abstaining from sexual relations mm-hmm. you know but I've been in a relationship like that well she wasn't trying to give it up well she, no she wasn't trying to give it up and you know what I'm saying we was abstinent and all that shit yeah yeah how long did that last about a year mm. it was tough but I learned a lot you know what I'm saying I learned a lot about I learned I learned a lot about myself, one. Endurance. You know what I'm saying? Not just endurance. <laughs> it's just it's just, you know what I'm saying? You just you just learn how to do different shit to get like sometimes like, you know what I'm saying, motherfucker ain't gonna give you none, but you could do all the other kind of shit. Every other kind of little thing is going on, you know what I'm saying? So you 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 learn how to be as effective in other ways as you was in your, you know what I'm saying, laying it down ways. You know what, oh. what I'm saying? So so you learn a few tricks of the trade oh. just by, you know what I'm saying, we ain't, we ain't got, the, you know what I'm saying? And once I learned my little tricks and I felt like I could be effective <laughs> in the situation, then it was cool because yeah. now I could like, shit, I know I could whoop, 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 and a whoop, 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 and it's going, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, okay, Ali just look like a DJ over here <laughs> with the whoop, whoop, with the hand movements over here. You know what I'm like saying? I thought he was on it, it was like a, it's like being a DJ. You know what I'm saying? You got to get your mix together. got to get your mix, your midday mix. <laughs> I was just going to say DJ Algo Rhythm. Algo Rhythm. You know what I'm saying? You got your rhythm right in your, you know what I'm saying? But it was it was cool because... You know, I come from a real, you know what I'm saying, playerific type of background, right? A lot, you're like the third, fourth generation fourth player. Fourth generation, laid down player. dog type of situation. So I ain't really never really learned a lot of, you know what I'm saying, cordials or, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, uh, like I didn't learn from polite society. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I learned from a very, you know, different kind of way. And and in dealing with this situation, I had never been in a situation like that. So I was able to learn how to move in a different realm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which set me up, you know, basically for being who I am and, and handling my family situation the way I do is is because, you know, in that situation you had to it's a lot of fucking thinking. When you ain't fucking, mm-hmm. it's a lot of thinking. Yeah. It's a lot of communicating and fucking thinking. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? You learn a lot about yourself in that. And, and you know, now I can use a lot what I learned in, in a real situation because that one ain't <clears throat> work out. As the father to a daughter, are there like, like, how are you going to go about like. We ain't going to be talking about my daughter no, and all that shit like No, I'm saying like, <laughs> I know what, but I'm saying she's like, how do you feel about putting your daughter onto game? Like, approaching like, you know, have you decided on how you're going to school her to these. 
Well, I mean, in every situation that you come about, you know, it's filtered through how will I teach my daughter mm-hmm. to handle this situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, every situation, like anything that come up, you filtering it. You know what I'm saying? Anything that you think she might see or might hear or motherfucking songs on the radio, you know what I'm saying? Any of that, you filtering it. But right now, she's seven. Yeah. So you just let her be seven. Yeah, I'm letting her be fucking seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But- I'm definitely about the I'm about the the game. I'm about pulling the coat, you know what I'm saying, baby. You come from a long line of playerific players. <laughs> you said nigga school to this. You got to know. Yeah, cuz I had a guy ask me one time, one of my guy friends. He's like, "How do I His daughter was like 4. Mm-hmm. He's like, "How do I keep my daughter from being a hoe?" <laughs> he like straight up asked me that. And then I had to think. I was like, "Well, <laughs> what is really being a hoe? What is what is a hoe? Mm. And then, like, how did, I guess, my mama keep me from being a hoe, if Ho- that was a thing? Hotep. Because my mama just broke it down to me. You know, my mom was a single mom, as mm-hmm. you all heard on, single mom. Um, single mama's boyfriend. Uh, so she just was like, listen, she's, you know, the first time you have sex, it's going to hurt because he don't know what he's doing. So just think about that. And also think about the fact that he probably trying to have sex with a lot of other little girls. Mm. She just kept it real funky with me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh, if you sleep with this many guys or all this kind of thing. You know, it was like you, you have some some sense. It's your body. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get any kind of, you know, f- power from giving your body to, to men or to other people. Right. Because it's yours. She just kind of kept it funky. So... I was like, that's. I guess that's how you do yeah, it from I mean, being I'm, a hoe. I mean, that's I, a thing. <laughs> I'm taking notes, but you know what I'm saying. I got, I got a, a long list of notes of shit that I want to impart, and then you know what I'm saying. You, you hear some shit along the way. Sometimes that really, like, shake the way you think. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Again, like, what is a hoe? Like, shit. When we was growing up, if you fucked anybody but us, you was a hoe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you was, Meanwhile, you can put your dick in anything, and, right? If you was doing it, like, ah, man, she she did it with such and such, she like, she, like she ruined. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I had this neighbor. <laughs> He's a dude who lived right behind me. He was a little older than me, and he had a girlfriend. And they was doing it like grown people, like like married people every day. And I had to think, like, does that make her a hoe? But then I was like, nah, because, you know, it's just him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot to think about because, like, first of all, y'all ain't supposed to be doing it that much. Mm-hmm. Y'all are fucking every day. Yeah. That's crazy. I think that's what, you know, people are, we have to redefine what we think, like, what is what is a hoe? Because also, too, it's like this whole, this whole weird fascination of men, especially being obsessed with women's, their reproductive organs in general, but like men, yeah, own, me, that's, that's men owning their daughter's sexuality. Well, men just don't be wanting nobody else to own it. Like nigga, this is pure flower. You know yeah, what I'm keep your little raggedy ass over there. Yeah, but then it's also this kind of like you know this this girl on her wedding day presented her father with a certificate from her gynecologist. That stated her hymen was oh, intact. That's some bullshit. So what kind it, of people was these? Black people. What kind of black people? Regular like from where? Negroes. American black people. 
I think they were like you know on the elitist he, side. Oh, I was about to say because black regular elite. black people don't. No, but so it's like that kind of fascination of I'm you know. I salute to you, Daddy. I pledge to you that I'll be a virgin and I'll be pure. That stuff is creepy to me. Yeah, you know, and then you know, like, you know, sometimes you come across the virgins, and you know, they be doing all kind of whole shit. Other than, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know. Okay, so you didn't <laughs> let him. Hit it. You ain't let you, him hit but that you did box. Give but a you, thousand blowjobs. You know what I'm saying? But you, you, you know, you sucked everything, and then you had two boyfriends on here. Come on, man. Yeah. So I think that you know that whole idea is a little, yeah. Well, on that note, I think it's about time we transform and roll out. Oh. So L. Clay, tell him where you're gonna be. I'm going to be in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys can uh, you can check me out at my my website lclay.com. Man, put them on to the snap. I am because all that redirects. Okay. Goodness. Oh no shit. My so, bad. lclay.com. L like the magazine, Clay like Cassius. Uh you could also follow me on Snapchat at l underscore clay to see my daily happenings. And yeah, at Southern L on Instagram. That should be turned up. It's lit. Burp. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be in BK. You know what I'm saying? Getting it down. Y'all can follow me on the snap. Y'all know where I'm at. Throw TV. T-H-O-R-O-T-V. You know what I'm saying? And until the next time, tell a friend to tell a friend and even an enemy (laughs) to get in the conversation. Holla. The main thing of it all is to be in the conversation. Conversation.